Hello, 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 and welcome to Shine with the Sun. I am your host, Sunshine. On this episode of Shine with the Sun, I'm going to get real with y'all and give you a little tough love, so be ready. If you're in a situation, no matter how ungodly it is, no matter how much you don't like it, it's because you're choosing to be there consciously or subconsciously now some of you may turn the podcast off at this point and say you don't know me <laughs> and you're right i don't know you i don't know you that deeply and i'm not sure if i want to but i know human beings i know the way we think and we all think pretty similarly you know even though some people like to say i'm weird i'm crazy i have dark thoughts no one understands me we all have those crazy thoughts and what i mean by this is Personally speaking, let me not try and tell you about yourself. I hate when people do that. Let me talk about myself. Personally speaking, I have never been in a situation that I didn't want to be on one level, whether it be subconscious, conscious, physically, spiritually, emotionally, mentally. I didn't want to be. I've never been in a situation I didn't want to be in for more than a year. So if you're broke, it's a joke. If you're heartbroken, whatever godforsaken situation or circumstance you find yourself to be in right now, you are choosing to be in. No ifs, ands, buts about it. It's most likely that we are caught in our comfort zone. You know, we may not like to be there. It may not be our, our ideal situation, but we're comfortable there. We know what happens there. We know in that shitty relationship, we know what to expect. I'm going to be abused. I'm going to be mistreated. I'm not going to be heard. You know, I'm used to it. And a lot of us feel like it, the devil we know is way better than the devil we don't know so we stay in that comfort zone and start moping and complaining and crying about it while honestly not doing anything to fix it not making any real steps toward change uh i know this because when i'm in a job i don't like i quit i don't look for any reasons to stay saying oh the money the co-workers what if i don't get a job no i quit and i leave and i see where god will take me next if i'm in a relationship and i don't like the person i break up with them you know you, that's all these are always options you have and a lot of people feel like they don't have them and start making excuses as to why they can't and st- start justifying their bad situation while simultaneously complaining about it and if you do that do you find yourself doing that just know that we probably wouldn't get along because i hate when people do that if you don't like a certain circumstance change it if you refuse to change it accept it and shut up about it it's really that simple and when i was in a toxic relationship with someone you know i used to complain and say i wish he was better i wish he did this but then i realized like what's the point i'm the one choosing to be with this person if I'm making a conscious decision to stay with this person, then I need to accept that and shut up about it and not make it anyone else's problem. I should not make it his problem to be romantic when he's not a romantic person. If I want a romantic person, I should leave him and go get that, you know, instead of wishing he was something else or wishing I was somewhere else. Instead of me wishing, let me get up my ass and get somewhere else. When I realized I gained a lot of weight. I went through my second puberty. You know, women have a lot of puberties. I went through my second puberty. All of a sudden, I was fat. I went from 118 pounds to 140 pounds. I'm 5'8", almost 5'9", so I'm tall. So it didn't look bad. No one noticed, you know, but I did. And instead of me crying and eating more Cheetos and saying, oh, I hate my body, what's not fair, this is what happens with age, blah, 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 blah. I start making everyone else's problem. I got a fat, lazy ass. I start hitting the gym. Now, even though I weigh more, I'm not 160 pounds. 
It's all ass. I have abs. I have a six-pack. It's all in my ass. I built the body I wanted. I took advantage of that second puberty, and I used it to build the body I wanted. And I got a big, juicy booty, a big, fat booty. Because I chose to have that. I chose to work out. I could have chose to say, oh, well, I can still pull niggas with my face card. <laughs> I could have said, oh, life's unfair. Why I hate what women have to go through. This isn't fair. And start bitching about it on Twitter. Telling guys who tell me I let myself go. You don't understand what it is to be a woman. I could have done that. But I didn't. I chose to get off my ass and change my situation. Because I refuse to let me being unhappy with my body be my comfort zone. I refuse to let me being in a relationship with someone that doesn't make me happy be my comfort zone. I refuse to let me working a job I can't stand, working myself to the bone day in and day night. I was working two jobs from opening that insomnia cookie. At 6 a.m., I was up at 5 to catch the bus. Opening the store at 6 a.m., leaving by 4.45, going to Piata. If you live in Ann Arbor, you know this place. Skateboarding to Piata. I didn't have a car. I would skateboard to Piata at 5.15, clocking, work until closing Piata. Working, Piata closes by 9.30. I was there. You know if you work closing, you have to stay another hour to clean. I was there till 11. Just to wake up and get a five. Doing that five days a week. I could have said, well, this is what you got to do to survive. <laughs> and be like, I hit my life. I work too much. Blah, blah, blah. I'm so tired and kept doing that. Or I said, I'm not doing this shit anymore. There's so many ways to make money. And this is not the only route. I quit and now I'm making more money than I ever thought I ever could at my age. You know, because I chose not to get comfortable there. I did what I had to do for a few months to get to where I needed to be. You know, I worked those jobs, I saved up, I got a car, and then I quit. I refused to make that my comfort zone. I didn't. People sink deep into places they don't like while bitching the whole time. And it's like, you have the choice. If you're not changing the situation, you're choosing the situation. And it really is that deep. You ain't say, I don't... I don't care what your reason is. I have a baby. I don't want to put my baby in an uncomfortable situation. I don't care. If that's how you feel about it, then sit tight, sit pretty, shut up, and accept your circumstance without making it necessary for other people to hear your complaints. If you're not happy, then the only reason you're not happy is due to your own bad choices because if you're not changing the situation you are actively choosing to be there people need to get that shit straight you don't want to be in your mom's basement you don't have to be there so what are you going to do to change that what steps are you going to make to make sure you're out of the mom's basement by 2024 i don't know the economy is so bad those are excuses they're still choosing it i don't care i don't care what steps are you making because if you're here, if you're listening to this podcast, that makes you want to better yourself some way. Whether it be mentally, physically, emotionally, you want spiritually, of course, financially, of course. You want to better yourself in some way. And you know that you have infinite power. That there's nothing that one person can do that you cannot do. On God, bro. No one is born special. Albert Einstein wasn't born in some holy way that just made him smarter than everyone else. 
The Rock Johnson wasn't born stronger than anyone else. He made himself strong. You make yourself what you are. Everyone has the capability to reach the same possibility as the greatest man on earth. If you have a hero you look up to, you can be greater than them. And I truly, truly, truly believe this with all my heart. When I was little, there was a song I used to sing. Around 9, 10, 11, 12. I used to, even till, from 9 to now, I used to sing this song. It goes, anything you can do, I can do better. Sooner or later, I'm greater than you. Anything you can do, I can do better. Sooner or later, I'm greater than you. And that is why I make this podcast. Because I have such a thirst for knowledge. I want to know everything. I'm taking so many classes right now. From dancing classes to music classes to DJ classes, drum classes, um, art classes, how to arrange flower arrangements. I'm taking so many classes. And some people, my ex messaged me saying that I'm wasting my life. Instead of me, after I graduated to begin a job, I'm doing all these useless things. But whatever you do can build your knowledge in a way that's so helpful. You get what I mean? Like, if you are in a situation right now where you're painting, you're cleaning windows, you're a window cleaner, your best bet is not to sit around saying, I hate my life, I'm cleaning windows, I have a bachelor's degree, woe is me. Instead of doing that, your best bet is to become the best motherfucking window cleaner of the century. Make that your goal and see how far you get. Clean windows, like, (laughs) your life depends on it. Like, with each window you come across is your lottery ticket. And when you clean windows with that much gusto, when you do whatever you do with that much gusto, that much heart, that much sincerity, someone will notice. And someone will say, if this man can clean windows like this, what else can he do? If this man is taking so much pride in being a janitor, pride in his work, what else can he do? Whatever you learn can impact you in the future. I never once a day in my life thought when I was learning pottery, it would help me with my art artist skills. People say, oh my God, son, why can you draw a circle so perfectly? <laughs> I say, I guess it's because I took pottery classes for so long. Things rack up. Little skills rack up. and I see it. I see the way. How learning one skill when I was seven is helping me now when I'm 20. So I don't think anything you learn or anything you're going through is a waste. If you're in a toxic relationship or a toxic friendship, you are learning how to be more patient. That's number one thing, my toxic relationship. It's not a waste. I don't feel like, oh, I wasted my time. I wasted. I learned so much and it made me a better woman. If I'm in a toxic work environment, I'm learning how to deal with a toxic work environment. When I own my own company, that will help me so much. That will give me so much experience. Nothing is a waste. First of all, don't complain about what you're doing. See it as a stepping stone to getting where you want to be. And it's that simple. And on my point about doing what you do best. When, one time I was with my mom. And she's like my role model. One time I was with my mom. And we were at McDonald's drive-thru. I was a kid. And this girl, she took our order so nicely. You know, she gave us her meal with her smile. She said, have a blessed day. My mom said, are you looking for a better job? (laughs) I can hire you. I just love the way your customer service. You'll go far. 
And that when my mom told her that, it really stuck out to me. Like, this girl wasn't, this isn't a job interview. This girl wasn't putting on a show. She was just being her true, kind self. And it got her an opportunity. Unfortunately, this girl was the manager at McDonald's. She said that McDonald's was paying off her school. She's not interested, but thank you so much. But it really showed me that how your attitude, your behavior, even though you're not in your ideal situation, I doubt this girl's goal is to be the old manager at McDonald's. Maybe she wants to be a franchise owner of McDonald's. Who knows? Who cares? My point is, her attitude in a place where she didn't want to be opened doors without her knowing to places with infinite potential. What if she quit and worked for my mom that day and now she's the manager here? You never know. Anywhere you are, whatever you're doing, do it with the best possible attitude. When I was cleaning bathrooms, I made it my goal to clean the bathrooms the best. That's how I became shift leader after a week. Do whatever you're doing, wherever you're at, give it your all. If you're living with a man you cannot stand just because the rent is cheap or whatever, you need, first of all, yes, you need an exit plan. I'm not saying you should stay stagnant, never. You need an exit plan. But while you're there, don't make it live in hell for yourself and others. Do your best with a smile. Because that smile will align and attract more blessings than a frown, a grumble, a oh, woe is me ever will. You never know. So yes, first of all, one, see it as a stepping stone. And two, while you're at that stepping stone, don't be complaining like, oh my God, this stepping stone is so, it's so high to step on the stepping stone. Oh my God, why am I at the stepping stone? I just want to be like, oh, don't do that. Walk the, up these stepping stones with a smile on your face, knowing that it is only leading you to where you are meant to be. Period. Because change change can be uncomfortable, but it's necessary, bro. And not all change is going to be change. I get it. We're human. When we see change, we're like, ah, something is different. And we start panicking. That's our monkey brain. And it's, it's useful. It's good. You know, it has its own purpose. But that shouldn't be where we always are. We shouldn't see change and instantly our fight, flight, freeze. Um, instincts kick in like oh my god I gotta either run away or whoop someone's ass like what the hell we've evolved past that <laughs> so yeah anything you can do I can do better make that be your theme song I really feel like I've gone really ahead in life because I've always had that theme song anything you can do I can do better sooner or later I'm greater than you if someone's bugging you, if someone's fucking with you, if someone is doubting you, saying you can't do this, you can't accomplish this, you can't be there, I'll say, who's the most successful person in the world? Is he not a man like me? Does he not breathe and bleed just like me? Does he not have the same 24 hours of it like me? What made him so special? Nothing but qualities i too can inherit like discipline courage and all the other four stoic virtues what are they justice temperance wisdom and courage that's all it takes for a man to be successful all i have to do is inherit those skills in myself and i can be even more successful than him why the fuck can't i you know what can he what can any man do that i can't personally i see other people's accomplishments as proof that I can do it too. <laughs> Honestly, I don't get jealous. I don't get, why can't, why couldn't that be me? No, I say, oh, you did it? But you just making me know the path can be paved. Thank you so much. The story of 
There's a story of a man, the first man who ever ran the three-minute mile. His name is Roger Bannister. Before him, people, scientists, scientists were saying, it's impossible to run a three-minute mile. You can't do that. You'll die. Your lungs will not blah, 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 blah. And people thought you couldn't do it. Then good old Mr. Roger came and said, watch me. And he was the first man who broke the three-minute mile. He broke that record. People thought it was impossible all over the world. Everyone said it's not possible. He did it. And now, right after he did it, more people started to do it. More people left and right and started, oh, I can run through me. I can run through me. He showed that it was possible to do, and now it's a common thing. People could have said, oh, my God, he's so special. God must have gifted him with something that made him able No. He's just a normal person who said he could did it, do it. He did it. And he showed other people that they could do it. And not everybody does it. Well, not everybody. But not it's common to do. You get what I'm saying? No one is born special. No one can do anything special. People are at their limit of what they think they can do. People themselves stop themselves from greatness by putting a subconscious cap on their power. They say, oh, I can only do so much. I see it when I work out. I'm, I'm working out, and I'm like, oh, I can only run three miles. That's my peak. Then I got into a song. I got so deep into a song. By the time the song was over, I looked down. I had ran 3.7 miles. I said, what? I'm not even tired. I'm almost at four miles. I said, you know what? I removed all my subconscious blocks. I said, I can run 40 miles straight. Watch me. I ran six miles. I Doubled what my subconscious cap was without even trying. It wasn't like I was like, today the day I read. No, it was like I was going to run three miles like I always do, saying that's my limit. I got distracted. I saw that I was almost at four miles. I say, God, I'm giving myself my own limit. This is, I don't, my body has no limit. Your brain only uses 10% of your full capacity, of your um, capabilities. The average human only uses 10% of their brain. The people like Albert Einstein who use 15 plus are labeled geniuses. That's still only 15 to 18% of their brain. Imagine if we stopped giving ourselves limits and we said, okay, I'm going to, from this day forward, I'm going to use 100% of my full brain power. People would say we're superhuman, but not because you're better than them in any way, but because they themselves have made themselves small. They themselves is given that, oh, I have social anxiety. Oh, I'm not a good speaker. Oh, I'm not a good... People tell me, well, son, maybe you just have more confidence than me. I said, huh? But why? Even if that's the case, why? I didn't start this podcast saying, listen to my first episode of my podcast. I said, I'm not a good speaker. The reason I haven't started this podcast for so long because I'm insecure about my voice that's why i said the first episode if i could have gone my whole life saying i'm not gonna start a podcast i'm insecure about my voice oh i'm not good at speaking oh my african accent could i could have had all these excuses but i did not give myself that cap i did not label myself a bad speaker and make that my comfort zone and keep myself there no i said right now and as i am i'm a bad speaker i can 100% agree with that. But I know that I don't want to stay this way. The only way to stop being a bad speaker is by practicing fucking speaking. Duh! 
I'm a bad writer. I'm not athletic. Are you going to stay unathletic for the rest of your life? Or do you want to get better at it? I want to get better, but I don't know how. You know how? You practice. You practice, practice, practice. Before it used to take me three hours to drop a podcast episode. Now it takes me 30 minutes, not including recorded. I edit like boom, 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 boom. I boom, 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 boom. If I never had started, I wouldn't have gotten this good. And now my skills, the knowledge I've learned as a podcaster is not helping me as a DJ. You see what I'm saying when I say these skills help each other. So get the fuck out of your comfort zone and stop complaining. Because the longer you're doing that, the less time you have to get to where you want to be. It's really that simple. If you're not changing it, you're, cho- you're choosing it. Just like that. And y'all can send me emails. I Go ahead. Go on shinewiththesun.net slash podcast. Click con- Let's Connect. Send me an email telling me how wrong I am, how other people have this and that and this and that. But I will not. You won't change my mind. I will not agree with you. Because there are people with no arms flying planes. <laughs> I remember that was the best, like, that was my most talked about episode, the episode I said that. There are people with no arms, no hands who fly planes. There are makeup gurus with no hands who do makeup with their feet. I'm seeing, I saw this girl on TikTok. She's an artist who uses both hands and her mouth to draw at the same time. She's drawing three pieces of artwork at the same time. People are out here doing this amazing, crazy thing that you said it's not possible. Well, she must be special. No. It's a girl, a 15-year-old girl who said, maybe I can do this. She did it badly one time. She's kept doing it, kept doing it, kept getting better. And now she's fucking boom, boom, boom. Drawing three pieces of art at the same time. Boom, 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 boom. A pro. She didn't wake up as a baby one time. Came out of her mother's womb being able to do that. Nobody does. Nobody comes out their mother's room fucking being the best at something. No one does. They have Beethoven's who, whose parents were musically inclined and who started at a young age and got better. But that's all. They just started at a young age. That's it. If you started drawing at three, by the time you're seven, you may be called a, a prodigy too. That's how it works. You just get the same thing. They start practicing at a young age and still practice. They didn't pick up a pen at three and start drawing like Van Gogh. They still practice. They might practice earlier than you, but it's still practice. And if you leave this podcast with only one thing, let it be this jingle. Anything you can do, I can do better. Sooner or later, I'm greater than you. Let that be a song of the week. Hold up. The song of the week is coming up right after this short break. So the song of the week is anything you can do, I can do better. It's not like a real song, but here it is. Just listen. Anything you could do, I could do better. (sighs) I can do anything better than you. No, you can't. Yes, I can. No, you can't. Yes, I can. No, you can't. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Anything you can be, I can be greater. Sooner or later, I'm greater than you. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I can 
can shoot a partridge with a single cartridge. I can get a sparrow with a bow and arrow. I can live on bread and cheese. And only on that. Yep. Soaking a rat. Any note you can sing, I can sing higher. I can sing any note higher than you. No, you can't. Yes, I can. No, you can't. Yes, I can. No, you can't. Yes, I'm a girl. <laughs> anything you can say, I can say softer. I can say anything softer than you. No, you can't. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. I can drink my liquor faster than a flicker. I can drink it quicker and get even sicker. I can open any safe without being caught. Too bad. That's what I thought you could. Any note. <laughs> Oh yeah, y'all get the y'all get the theme of the song. It made me very competitive with other people. Well, not like in a bad way, just like in a way like, ooh, I can do that too. Watch me get better. Watch me do better. Watch me do better. But I feel like I listen to this song. I'm seeing how my masculine, my feminine has always been this way. I guess I never grew out of it. My masculine side, my feminine side are kind of in competition about a lot of things. Um, but they love each other. And one day I'm going to dissect that, how this song made them in competition with each other. But that's for another day. And, yeah. I hope you guys got the message. I hope you know that anything anyone can do, you can do it better. Sooner or later, you're greater than them. The song is by Betty Hutton, I believe. It's the original artist. And with that, I bid you adieu. Remember, stay bright, stay beautiful. You are a god, so shine with the sun, LLC.